0: Hello, welcome to another episode of All The Small Games, my name is Andrew Levins
2: I am Jonathan Valenzuela and, and we're we, we we looking oh, okay, forward you, you can do it Yeah, <laughs> let, me, let me take this one, take a rest Today we are looking forward to talking about one of our favourite topics in the world, indeed the universe And that is small games Levins, break it down for us
0: Today on All The Small Games we're going to be talking about uh, one of John's favourite games of all time uh, it is Little Nightmares And And yes. uh, it is a uh, an indie game published by a not so indie publisher Bandai Namco published this game uh, But Little Nightmares uh, first came out How long like ago, John? 20,
2: 2017, I want to say 2016,
0: um, 2017 Yes, Develop- April 2017 There we uh, go it's Developed developed by Tarsia Studios Yep and they're a Swedish um, st- Swedish studios, um, and they've put out. Um, they've worked on uh, various PlayStation games over the years. Um, they did some stuff with like little, little Big Planet, and then the next game that Media Molecule worked on um, Tearaway and Tearaway Unfolded. Um, but yeah, little 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 nightmares is a uh, game in twenty seventeen. Was was your was it your favorite favorite game of that year? I think it,
2: I think it was my my. Definitely, definitely within the top three for 2017. I mm-hmm. actually... I had to... Um, I, I went and did a little bit of research. And it's not even digging, but just reminded myself of dates. Because I remember it came out, I think, in the same six months as Inside. And I remember right. they, they very much reminded me of each other. Because the the, the core mechanic of these games is put a child in dangerous situations and watch them die repeatedly. But I think yeah. inside was a 2016 while uh, little nightmares was 2017. So thankfully they were not competing because inside would have wiped the floor with little nightmares.
0: Yeah. Inside to get it out of the way. I've, I've, we've got little nightmares two coming out this year. I definitely want to play that and I'm looking forward to it. Um, there is a demo out too, which you can play on, uh, on Xbox. Um, yeah, here's the thing you can play it on on Xbox and, and Switch and PS4, but if you have a PS five, it won't let you download the PS4 demo for for Little oh, Nightmares 2 That's weird. Very weird. Um so uh yeah, but so PlayDead um published inside um and before that limbo, um in, in twenty ten. And limbo, I guess, is like the kind of I mean there have been games where you walk slowly from from one side of the screen to the other, uh, you know, endangering a a small child with 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 gross monsters but i feel like limbo was like the indie game the uh, the xbox live arcade game that like everyone was talking about and i actually remember the day it came to playstation 3 you coming over and us playing through it together so these this genre of games like you know slow floaty jumping children uh being killed by horrible things for around three to five hours (laughs) Yeah, it's a long, it's a long genre title, but you know what I'm just saying. It is, it is one that is near and dear to our hearts. Um, and uh, I actually bought Little Nightmares on PlayStation Four when, when you were going off about how much, how much you loved it, and never got around to playing it. Um, so yeah, in this small little, uh, I had like a window where where both kids were at like a, a daycare, kind of like a school holiday camp thing, and B was out um, with with friends, and I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna play a video game. And I wanted to play a video game that I could start and finish in the same day, and I assumed Little Nightmares was that game, and it was excellent. I just ignored the DLC though. Yeah, should I go back and do that?
2: Eh, I'm I'm not as crush hot on the DLC. It's it's cool because the DLC crosses over with the main story at a few kind of crucial points. Um, Well, then and then.
0: It looks like the, the second one features the kid from the DLC and the, the girl from the main game, right?
2: I don't think it features the kid from the DLC for reasons that will spoil the storyline of the okay. DLC. Okay, um, right, sure. Yeah, I'm, I mean, look, I I also roughly around the same time... Rough, yeah, roughly around the time that you were playing Little Nightmares, I was replaying it because mm. I, I'd grabbed the demo for number two and played through it. And just got so cranked off it that I was like, <laughs> "I need more, I need, I need more of this feeling again." So I, I went back and dived into Little Nightmares once more, and was actually like, was was kind of happy that I did because I, I I got to approach it with a bit more of a critical eye, um, sure. playing it playing it through a second time, and. Um, Let's let, let's start with your thoughts. What what did you think? Cuz you were you were messaging me that you felt like the some of the sort of traversal or like environmental style puzzles were frustrating because of the the almost 2.5D nature of the game.
0: Yeah, I thought that the depth perception of it was was really really frustrating. Mm. Um and like to the point where like I don't think until like there weren't many moments that really like I was like oh this game needs to be 2.5D. Like, you know, Limbo is just a straight-up 2D game. Inside is... They added, like, yeah, a little bit of movement from, like, you know, up and down as well as left and right, right? I can't no.
2: Remember. That, was, that was a strict 2D game as well. It just... There was so much... It it was... Yeah, there was so much kind of distance in the background that the, the environment felt 3D, but the gameplay was strictly 2D.
0: Okay, right, sure. So, yeah, in this one, you can, like, move around and there, there's a lot of, like, you know, big... Jumps that use this floaty little child. What is she like? She's like a little girl in a in a yellow raincoat. Her name is Six, right? Six. Yep, that's right. And she she has like a dream at the start of the game. She wakes up and she has a lighter um, that you use to illuminate and light candles, um, mm-hmm. the, the darkness. And um, she basically has to escape. A lot of these games are just about you know you're a young fit, th- you're a little kid, and you have to escape this horrible place. Yeah. Um. And. Uh, you kind of realise that you... Like, children are being bred to be eaten uh, by these horrible, like, gross, blobby dudes. Like, rich people, I guess, at the end. It, it, there's there's very big shades of, like, Junji Ito or even, like, um, Studio Ghibli's, like, Spirited Away um, the further you get into this game. Uh, because, yeah, like, once you escape, like, a fairly, fairly kind of, like, generic-feeling cell area, you then... Um, you event... Yeah, you're kind of, like... Go through like it's like almost like an orphanage kind of, or like it feels like yeah, like I guess that would be like a farm for children, right? Yeah, like, like they're, a, they're, they're all sleeping. There's like a warden,
2: a nursery, uh, a nursery slash
0: prison, I'd say. Yeah, and then you start like making your way through a, a a kitchen, yeah, um, and uh, like which is great because there's like chefs that you have to like um a- escape from as you make make your way through like yeah, this like horrible like gross kitchen and um the environment changes like considerably i think that the first two sections feel very similar to me and then it gets the game gets way more fun as it continues and it doesn't overstay its welcome at all like once you once you figured out the mechanics and like the hiccups of like that i was experiencing in the first few hours i enjoyed my time with this game a lot um hmm. and then the final level like it doesn't quite get to the insanity of the final part of inside but like you know very few anything's yeah. i've experienced have <laughs> Um, but Definitely. the final part, you're in, a, you're in a restaurant, essentially, and all of these enormous... Are they humans? Are they monsters? I don't like, know. Like, grotesquely
2: um, obese humans.
0: Uh, are, like, just stuffing their faces with, with meat and, and, and food. And some of them are just too busy stuffing their faces to notice you, but then soon they start noticing you, and you end up having to, like, chase away from this, like, massive grod... Grotesque people Like trying to like Get their hands on you So you can, they can eat you um, That was phenomenal And that, yeah. it has like A boss fight At the end of it That I don't think <clears throat> Was as successful As the rest of the game But it was you know It was cool But yeah. that, that The restaurant scene Is like That's one of my That's I'll, I'll remember that As like Oh yeah That, that little Little Nightmares was, was awesome Because of that scene So So my I Like everything You've just said
2: I totally agree with It's really interesting That you brought up Limbo and Inside because playing through it again, I was reminded of um, a, a quote from one of the lead game designers who worked on both Limbo and Inside. And he said that one of his biggest disappointments with Limbo is that they designed the puzzles first and then built the world around it. And so that's, oh, right. that's why in Limbo, it you wind up with this weird disconnect of like, I'm running through a forest one minute and then suddenly I'm in a factory and then the next thing I'm in a town It doesn't quite right. mesh Like The puzzles that they came up with Are great But the fact that they had to Shoehorn them into these environments Wound up feeling You wound up feeling A little dispossessed From sort of the actual Wider environment of the game and so I he said I've
0: always seen it as like The kid is just He just keeps running And this is what's in front of him I don't
2: know To to a certain extent And I think it it's dealt with Because they actually dealt with that a lot better in Inside If you remember Inside It felt a lot more organic The way you like You start in the forest And then you run through a farm And gradually make your way into a town And the town gives way to an industrial thing Like it's sort of It, it felt a bit more natural the way it flowed and I think mm-hmm. that was that was one of my big beefs with the first part of the game. Like you said, that really sort of, you wind up moving through this nondescript, just kind of like, you know, grey steel walls and darkness, bunch of areas. And they it felt like for those sections, they'd gone like, oh, let's do this really cool puzzle where you have to do, you know, you have to jump on this and move this over here and do this. We'll just have a very sort of nondescript area for you to do that in so you kind of concentrate on the puzzle itself and it doesn't Mm -hmm. feel as satisfying as the later levels where you're in like a kitchen and so you understand what a kitchen is you know sort of like what is done in a kitchen and the things that are there and some of the puzzles they make that's when i feel like the puzzles really start to get satisfying like there's that great there's that great puzzle in the kitchen section where you have to throw meat into a grinder (laughs) <laughs> and when you, when you grind it A string of sausages comes out the top of the grinder And you need to use that as a rope To swing into the next yes. area
0: That was yeah, genius All, like Those two sections are, are just worlds apart from, from the rest of the game, I think
2: Yeah, and it's the same with a restaurant It's an it's a environment that you recognise And so you feel a bit more natural In the things you're trying to do there so, mm-hmm. and that's why playing playing the demo for the second one, I'm really kind of excited for it because you you essentially start on a beach and make your way through a forest and then make your way into a house. And it's, so it's got that kind of like progression of natural, uh, or, you know, like not very contrived environments that would make sense going one after the other. And the puzzles right, sure. you encounter in them make sense for the environment they've set up rather than like, we've thought of a cool puzzle and we'll just put a nondescript background around it. Um, yeah, it's it, it really was like, that was the weird thing playing through of being like, I now have three more years of like, you know, sort of self-taught is a weird way to put it, but just like stuff I've gleaned on game design from reading articles and playing games and knowing stuff like that and getting to look at it through that lens was like, oh, okay, cool. This is why I don't feel great in this part of the game versus this part of the game where I feel fantastic. Like, was really was really fun to go back through it again. But um, holy shit, I'm so excited for number two. It's out on Feb 11th. Um, oh damn, so soon. Great, yeah, crazy. this is this is a day one for me, man. This is like I will. I'm tempted to pre-order just so it downloads directly onto my Switch and is ready to go the moment it's ready.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, that's super um super exciting. Um so what, what what platform are you going to be playing it on? Probably
2: Switch. Just because that means I can I can take it to work with me. I can play it during lunch times.
0: That yep. kind of thing. Did you wind yep, up playing the did you wind up playing the demo or uh no, I've I've downloaded it um on uh on both Xbox and Switch and and haven't haven't put a second into it. Sorry, there's just been so many things uh, that I that totally I have to do.
2: Yeah, t- uh, understandable. You are you are the busy man. Uh, I will I will <laughs> oh, say man. it'll take you thirty to forty five minutes to finish.
0: Okay, cool. Yes, yeah, like,
2: wait. Real real easy to knock out.
0: Um, it's good to see so many like high profile demos being dropped at the moment. Like there's like a Resident Evil one for the new one. There's that one for that new game by the guys who uh, created Sonic and um and then went on to do Nights into Dreams. It's called like Balan Wonderland, which are, which I just oh, saw yeah, the yeah. Uh, I just wait. saw the the headline. Uh, the Land Wonderland isn't so wonderful.
2: Oh, damn! That's the one where you put on like a bunch of costumes, right? Like a 3D platformer style thing.
0: Yeah, it's like you know. I think everyone is rightfully skeptical of every 3D platformer that isn't made by um, Nintendo, like because they're very rarely good. I mean, even Nintendo gets shit wrong too, but it's a it's no. There's no other genre of game that's more like oh, okay, I guess it's gonna be this. Sure. Yeah. Risky. Um, but yeah, man I, I loved uh, little, little Nightmares I, I, I will absolutely be joining you uh, Day one for Little Nightmares 2 um, They're really fun Like, you know Even though it's, it's a horrific Bunch of shit happening to a little child um, They're very, very fun Kind of games uh, I hope that my issues With the, like, perspective um, For some of the puzzles Like, you know It's it's so unfair When you You just kind of, like, Fall down a hole Because oh. it, you You thought you were clear of it but you weren't like because of you know i don't know the 3d space i
2: um and i think that was that was kind of definitely a bigger problem during that first half um mm-hmm. is there were so many times where i'm like cool i'm gonna make this jump uh plummet into plummet into the abyss yeah and have to start at a checkpoint the checkpoint system as well as a tiny bit iffy i feel in that game uh, a little bit a little bit uneven in terms of like it's thrown me all the way back here from that death that's Frustrated. Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah, but um, there's a um the the there's a YouTube channel called The Completionist, and he recently did a video on Little Nightmares, um, in which he tried to like get 100 percent completion on this game, and one the final trophy, <clears throat> you have to um finish the entire game in less than an hour without a single death, oh, and he Jesus. said it was like one of the hardest trophies he's ever he's ever tried to get because of the like unfairness of some of the um. Some of the, the death, like, you know, like the perception or whatever. I um, actually I encountered a, a glitch when I was escaping the kitchen. Um, one Ooh. of the chefs wouldn't spawn where he needed to and was stuck on the, the level above me. I could just see, like, his pointy hat poking through the, the floorboards. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> Frustrating. I thought it was a
0: game-breaking bug at one point,
2: yeah. Um, But that's why I'm really... I'm interested for you to play the demo of the second one because I feel like... The because there's there's one bit of the second one where you need to like jump and grab a rope to swing across a gap, and I feel like the way they've designed the environment it makes it much easier for you to judge like okay I should be jumping in this direction from this point essentially, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the other like there's little there's other little things that I feel like they've tightened up as well like when you when you go to grab onto something in the demo you don't have to be in the exact right spot to to kind of. trigger trigger the grabbing like so
0: frustrating yeah yeah Yeah.
2: it's it's a bit more forgiving in that like if you're in the general area and you hit the grab button you'll you'll generally your character will kind of move itself to do the action it needs to take so i think they've definitely like i don't think i don't think these are particularly unique complaints about little nightmares one and i think that the devs have definitely listened to player feedback and gone like okay how can we make this a bit more of a Bit more of an easy experience in terms of, or a bit more of a like um, smooth experience in terms of gameplay.
0: One slight frustration with Little Nightmares 2, and I realize I'm in a very privileged uh, uh, situation to be able to complain about it, is that um, so Little Nightmares 2 for Switch, PS4, and Xbox One releases on February 11th, and then the next gen versions release later this year. Right. And I'm lost, like, why? Why? Come on Just give me the best of the game that I don't want Because like the whole time I'm playing this I'm going to be like Okay well Later in the year A better version of this game Is going to be out I don't
2: know I'm curious what will be better about it I'm sure the graphics will be better Which will be cool You get a like, gun Oh shit I thought you were going to be like I had this horrible moment Where you are like I know this is privileged of me But Why you got to play a chicken Little Nightmares Why can't you play a Dude for some reason, that was like my, that was worst my, ca- my worst case scenario of that introduction. But um, yeah, look, I'm, I'm... Why can't you
0: customize the girl's raincoat? I didn't yeah. want it to be yellow.
2: You can actually you can unlock different hats, I think.
0: Oh, and actually on the Switch version of Little Nightmares, if you have the Pac-Man amiibo, you can make it so she looks like Pac-Man. Yeah, that's right. I almost bought the Switch version just because I have a... Pac-Man Amiibo Just behind me actually um, uh, that, that, I, that I could use To great effect Have Pac- that... Pac-Man Die repeatedly And yeah. beaten by a Weird monsters <laughs> <laughs>
2: Every time you Every, <laughs> every time, time you, you Misjudge too, a great. jump It does a sound effect um, Yeah so Little Nightmares uh, It's out across everything Even Google Stadia If that's your bag Even Google
0: Stadia The most popular yeah. way To play games in 2021
2: um, uh, Yeah Yeah so uh give it a try before little nightmares 2 is out on February 11th uh highly highly or just get the demo it. for
0: little nightmares 2.
2: yeah Check that's true um but i will say, like the, the 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 sort of um publicity art for the game has six from little nightmares one and new characters and so i'm very much like how are they going to make the stories intertwine this is amazing
0: So it looks like you do, you, you have like almost like Ico style, like holding onto the hands of of the the other character, right? Like
2: you, you rescue a young boy in the demo and parts of it, parts of the puzzles are like you holding the boy's hand and leading him to a point and being like, help me jump. And the boy will like, so I was wondering like controlling two characters, how will that go based on the demo? I think it's going to be very
0: smooth. Do you die if the boy dies?
2: I'm not sure I think it's There's nothing in the demo that There's nothing in the demo that um, Puts you in a situation where the boy might die And you might not Like if you die, obviously it restarts But Yeah, there's, there's one bit at the end of the demo Where you're going through a very dangerous situation But the danger only ever seems to happen to you And not the boy
0: Okay, cool um, and then, do you know if with the demo does it carry on to your save in the new game or? No it idea. A standalone thing. Yeah. Okay. Might might just be a standalone thing. I mean, obviously, I don't.
2: I I've not read anything that says it will carry yep. on your save, but I, my gut instinct is it's standalone because you're not being put very far back. Um, okay. Cool. Yeah.
0: I might just wait it out. I'm definitely going to play it day one with you. Cool. Looking forward to it.
1: start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today
2: so last week at the end of the app, you uh you, we we had a, you offered a smorgasbord of choices for the next animal related about. Choices. yeah we had we had squirrels we had birds and we had uh the very tempting sharks
0: So I'm going to let you choose I think Look, I think we can definitely include a little bit of all of them um, Okay Because I don't want you to tell me too much about Nuts Because Nuts is a a game uh, Essentially it's What if Firewatch You weren't actually trying to prevent fires And solve mysteries You were trying to take photos of squirrels Yep Is that roughly the Who made that again?
2: Pretty much Uh, That was made by a team of five people Um Uh They are, uh, they're from Europe Noodle Cake Studios Noodle Noodle Cake Studios published published. Um, They are, they're from Iceland, Denmark, Germany and France Uh, I can look up their names, but they just have um,
0: But yeah, so it's like a, it's a first person game Um, It's it's available on Apple Arcade Yeah Um, I've played a very, very small amount of it Um, What's the, what's the name of the, of the team?
2: So it's uh, nuts is a oh, narrative surveillance oh, adventure with bold visual style made by June Paul Mooch, Cha, and
0: Torfi. Great name. So I don't uh, think they
2: have. I don't think they have an actual like studio name. Um, it's just a, a bunch of people that kind of got together to make to make nuts. Yeah. So you are you are essentially you're sent into the woods um, to study the to study and sort of document the behaviours of. Um, squirrels because a, a a company is trying to like develop the woods into a theme park and you essentially like by by showing this sort of like by showing this colony of squirrels there the hope is it's like you can't build this theme park here. you're trying to stop the development essentially by by showing that there's wildlife in the area that's too valuable to to get rid of um the way you do this is uh you'll you'll be given like You have a gps that the person who is sort of telling you what to do they'll be like go to this area marked on the gps set up a camera record what happens you'll need to like we want you to trace the squirrel you find back to its stash for instance so each each day you will go and set up cameras and each night you will watch through a recording of what it's captured and based on what you see on screen you try to work out, okay, the next day, where am I going to put my cameras to capture where the squirrel has... Like, how do I trace the squirrel back by by placing my cameras in the right spot, essentially? It's, it's a cool gameplay mechanic. It's definitely really interesting, and I, I enjoyed that aspect of it. It was great to kind of, like, go... All right, so it, it runs up this tree, but oh, I see a little like on the screen. I see it comes down the tree on the other side and runs off in this direction. So let's go and put it in that direction, and it's it's rewarding to like each day when you've put the camera in the right position, being like, great, I nailed last night. Let's see where it goes this time. Maybe I'll find the stash today, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, it's got very cool design to it. Like it's all. Um, the whole game is like two to three colors or each each sort of chapter of the game you play through will have two to three main colors in it. Uh, that as you move further in the woods, the further into the game you go, the colors kind of start to change and get a little bit deeper. Some really cool design elements to it. My one beef with this game is the story.
0: Okay, right. Cuz I was going to say like the, the the visually it was visually appealing. I didn't like doing like Obviously, I'm playing it on my phone. It's available on Switch uh, now. No, um, it's, it's... just come a, out on Switch.
2: Oh, it's just come out on Switch. Websites... Uh, and, uh, yeah, anyway. Cool. It's available on Switch.
0: John, it's currently the 4th of February, and it has come out on Switch. Oh, um, yes,
2: of course. <laughs> God um, damn it. But yeah,
0: it's, it's available on Steam, and it's available on um, yeah. Apple Arcade. But I was, yeah, I, I've never played a uh, a first-person game controlling it with my fingers. Didn't like that too much. And... um it doesn't really do much in the way of kind of like telling you where to go and how to do stuff at the, at the beginning. So I was kind of like, okay, you know, a bit trepidatious of it to begin with. But so do, do you think I will like this game? Because I, the main reason I didn't want you to talk about it today was because I, you said you wanted to spoil it.
2: I, I, I yes, I will not spoil it. Um, I agree with you. I definitely, I had to like, I had to go and find someone doing a playthrough on YouTube, which is very difficult. Like the first day the game has come out <laughs> but just just to work out how to... Because I'd taken a pic... Like one of the early things is you go to the trailer that you're going to be spending the rest of the game in. As Dude, I can't base. even work
0: out how to open the trailer.
2: Well, you need to go... There's a key nearby at a kiosk. Just okay, go over nice. and the key is like taped to the thing. But one of the first things is the woman who you deal with over the phone is like, take a picture of the caravan and send it to me. So you take a picture, it puts the photo in your journal... I could not work out how to get the photo out of my journal to fax through to her. So I had to go to this to this like video walkthrough and study it closely to see what What's the person did. What's up, everybody?
0: Did. Welcome to my Let's Play of Nuts.
2: Um, welcome to my nuts. Um, so a tip for anyone planning on playing it on iPhone is there is a little lock symbol at the top of the screen. When it's unlocked, yep. you manipulate things in the environment. When it's locked, you manipulate things uh, okay. in your hand. Right. Learn okay. from my frustrating I've, I've mistake.
0: Like, I'm like touching the door handle and it's just going ka dunk, ka And I was like, Am I yes. doing this wrong or is the door locked?
2: You need you yeah. need to find the key. The key is very close by, it's in the little kiosk near near thing. My my issue with story and I'll give I'll give just one example, for instance. So the first night they ask you to like trace your way back to, or the first the first chapter they ask you to trace your way back to the squirrel's stash. You do that, you find the squirrel's stash. It's a pile of acorns. You take a photo, you send it through. Boom, you finish the first chapter. Second chapter, same deal. Squirrel for you to follow. Go find its stash. You track the squirrel back. Track the squirrel back. When you find its stash, mixed in amongst all the acorns is a bunch of dynamite. Okay. And that goes nowhere
0: Oh <laughs> So it just sets up like weird little bits of the mystery That then doesn't explore the elements at all or...
2: Yeah there's so much potential In this game to tell this really really Weird and interesting story And it just never quite Gets there That's a shame But that's not to turn you off it Definitely give it a try It's it's a short game uh, I probably clocked it in about Once, once I figured out how to fucking fax a picture i clocked it in maybe two hours three hours
0: okay yeah
2: so I, and is I it saved recommend... pretty
0: liberally when you're playing or is it one that you have to like just burn through in one go or it doesn't remember what you're up to
2: i mean it goes chapter to chapter so like okay if you if you you know if you make it through to the next chapter good time to put the game down saves, but babe. um it, yeah, it yeah. should it's, I it find should... it
0: difficult with uh, With Apple Arcade games Because I'm like Oh I only want to play this For a short amount of time But then it's like A longer story based game
2: Yeah So I think I think you'd be fine In terms of like If you If you finish a chapter And a chapter should take you Five minutes or so Ten minutes It'll all be good Okay So excellent. that's 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 squirrels. that's squirrels I Obviously Or nuts I, I've run I've rolled credits on this one So that's how I'm able to speak about the story. But I still think in terms of making a really cool gameplay mechanic and the it's design of it all, too. it's yeah. really interesting.
0: Yeah, awesome. So that's squirrels. We have sharks and birds to get through. Baby, you're going to get all three today. Uh, because uh, Wingspan is a uh, is a board game that I paid $80 for during the height of uh, quarantine in Sydney uh, last year during the uh, COVID uh, initial wave. Um, and it only got better from there and the rest of the world, didn't it? But yeah. uh, uh, I went... My weird way of dealing with, uh, with being locked up was just spending every single cent I had on board games uh, because someone... Like, my, my son and I and my wife got really, really into them and I read, like, oh, you probably won't be able to get board games by the end of the year because um, they're all made in China and all the parts and stuff and they won't be able to make any more of them. So get better, get the board games while you still can. So I went, Oh shit. And just like every we'd buy like 10, which was so stupid, but whatever. I have an incredible collection of board games now. And I'm thinking about starting a YouTube channel and making the first video be about my hilarious immediate board game addiction last year. Um, but wingspan was a game that I read, um, was like, you know, a beloved fairly recent release, um, that became quite hard to get my hands on in, uh, in in Australia around April last year. Um so when I finally found a stock with a store store with, with it in stock for a good price, I picked it up and then got it and it's by far the most involved of any of the games that we own because most of the games I get, I make sure they're games that um a, a now 7-year-old can play with me. Um and so we have like set up Wingspan a couple times and like basically it's it's a it's what's known as an engine builder game where like it's like a butterfly effect Of doing one thing in the game Like basically you you get a bird card The birds can then hatch eggs You can then get more birds from those eggs Or you can trade them for feed Which then um, you feed to the birds Which then allow you to do these other things And then you have a, a, like an actual physical feeder That you roll the feed dice in um, And then there's like You know these gorgeous little plastic eggs And it's a very gorgeous looking game With like hundreds of cards Each one featuring a different bird mm-hmm. But basically you're collecting You're collecting birds in this game, Wingspan. And um, I tried playing it twice with a seven-year-old who was getting increasingly more and more impatient um, as I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. Um, And I was like, I just need someone to show me how to play this game so I can start playing it because I know a lot of people love this game. Right. Luckily for me, um, at the end of last year, um, it's been out on uh, on Steam for a while, Mm -hmm. but the uh, video game version of Wingspan hit the switch um and uh actually the first i ever saw of this like board game at all was the, the the demo for this in a nintendo Indies showcase and i was immediately enamored with the um the artwork like it's like they've like slightly animated um the birds on the cards in the game and i, I remember seeing that on in the trailer and going oh man this looks really cool it's been developed and published by monster couch and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious about like as someone that likes video games and someone that now loves board games, like what are the video game versions of board games like, particularly ones that are extremely involved. And so I've played two games of Wingspan now and I did okay in them. I still have no idea what I'm doing. Okay. I'm slowly piece by piece understanding the game a bit better. Nice. Um, so one day soon, I will give you my full thoughts on Wingspan the board game and Wingspan, the video game. And which is the better buy of the two of them? Right. Uh, As it stands now, they're both two very beautiful pieces of game and um, I don't know what to do in either of them. Sure. uh, At least with the video game version, it just kind of will prompt you to do stuff. Um, And I know that like, okay, as long as something is moving, I'm I'm, I'm at least in the right direction. Okay. Uh, So that's Wingspan, that's your birds. And now finally... I mean, yeah, because yeah, I guess bird, some birds are eaten by squirrels, so I guess that would be the hierarchy. Birds, sorry, squirrels, then birds, and then at the top of the food chain. Is that where the, that's where the apex predators live, at the top? Or yes, of the yes. Chain, top? We've got sharks. Hell and, yeah. Look, I'm hesitant to spend too much time on this game because I'm not sure if it really counts as an indie game. It is an independently, uh, independent studio. Um, the game is called Man Eater. Um, and it is uh, developed and published by Tripwire Interactive, mm-hmm. uh, who are based in Georgia in America, um, and they um, have made like a bunch of games that I've never heard of: Red Orchestra, Ostfront, Killing Floor, Killing Floor Two, Rising uh, Storm.
2: Okay, I know Killing Floor.
0: What's Killing Floor about? Uh, it's the just one of those. Kills you? One of I'm those. In.
2: <laughs> um, it's one of those games where it's like. Horrible medical experiments and science experiments are rampaging through town, and you and four friends have heaps of guns and have to shoot
0: them. Okay. Fun. Yeah. Uh, they make all their games in the you know, on Unreal Engine. Um, and uh, I heard people talking about Maneater when it came out last year in May, but never enough good stuff about the game to actually want to check it out for myself. Um, they on PlayStation Plus in January. They gave away the PlayStation Five version of this game, so you know, upscaled or whatever they've done, to make to make it a next gen improvement. Um, and you know, I had a, I had some, had a couple hours to myself um, while the kids were out in January and um, I thought, fuck it, I'm, I'm going to play the one thing that I would never play in front of them because I, I spent a lot of, uh, of January playing heaps of video games with the kids. It's been a really fun school holidays in that regard, but mostly it's uh, Nintendo games. My, my son Archie is obsessed with Mario now in the best way possible. We're like, we're talking, he, he, he did all the Mario Kart um, uh, courses and he has gold trophies in all of them now. Oh, good As on you, Arch. A couple days ago, and like he, got, he spent all of his Christmas money on Lego Mario, um, and, uh, like Mario Lego. And then he also, uh, I bought him like Mario manga. And so he's reading that, like, he's just obsessed. It's great. The and best, he's a, the best hey, thing.
2: And he's a plumber now.
0: Yeah, that's right. He also loves plumbing and he has a very, very impressive mustache. <laughs> um, and, uh, so, uh, yeah, man eater is a game in which it's an open world game in which you play as a shark. Have you looked up anything about this game before, John?
2: I've seen... I've watched the trailer, I've read a little bit about it, and I watched the donkey video about it.
0: Oh, I didn't realise he did one. I've got to go back and watch that. That sounds yeah. fun. Um So, the initial, like, 20 minutes of this game, you play as a very, like, powerful adult shark. Um, and like you kind of, you, you learn the mechanics of the game. You kind of get put in a bigger open area with lots of uh, sea creatures in it and you're instructed to eat all the sea creatures and then you float to the surface and then you like are told to eat a bunch of humans. And once you eat 10 humans, a bunch of bounty hunters come to uh, attack and catch you and you kill most of them. But then suddenly you're caught at the last minute by like, I guess like your main rival bounty hunter, who's been chasing you his whole life. He takes you back to his boat. He cuts you open and you're pregnant. Um, so oh you're, shit. You're a Big mama shark And he tosses a fish into the ocean Then the credits roll And like the opening credits And then you reset Like you basically The game is now you as this baby shark Do 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 do, do, do. do, do, do. Thank you um, You're a baby shark You have You've you, you been ripped out of your mum's tummy And uh, now it is up to you to grow strong So you can exact revenge on the bounty hunter Who caught your mum Mm. Um, And so you start like as like a very low um, level shark. You can only eat little fish. Most other fish are like threats to you. Um, But you basically like go through this big open area. You start out in the bayou and um, as you eat your way through the bayou and, and, and tick off, you know, pretty generic, like open world, you know, do some, eat, eat 10 of this fish, fight this particular fish, collect these things, find this stuff. Um, it's very by the numbers uh, open world, but like yeah you it the fact that you're a shark just makes it so fun and stupid. yeah, and nice. like when you get big enough, you can dive out of the water and then like lunge at humans for like maybe at, at the start for ten seconds at a time before you start running out of the air and uh, running out of air, so you need to jump back into the water. Um, and then you just like you're just murdering humans that are like drunk on on the wharf and shit. And then, like, every area is different. Like, you know, you have Bayou and by the end you're, like, in the big great ocean and, like, there's aquariums and all kinds of, like, other, other like, you know, there's crocodiles and other fish that you have to fight. Um, it is so fun. And I feel like I'm just shouting it out just because, like, you know, I mentioned at the start of the episode Assassin's Creed and there's enormous open world games where, like, to finish them like even just to finish the story it's like 60 hours but then there's like hundreds and hundreds of hours and they're like they're like weirdly buggy and they feel so padded out Um, I love open world games made by smaller teams like yes they don't look as visually amazing and maybe they're a bit more limited in scope but I just find them so endearing like I loved that One Piece World Seeker a couple years ago which was like like my first Ubisoft open world game kind of in like this really cute fun way um, and this game just feels like... Yeah, just like that as well. Like Except you're like maneuvering through the water as a shark. It's it's tons of fun. Hopefully you picked it up if you have PlayStation um, Plus. Even if you don't have a PlayStation 5, you can get the PlayStation 5 game for when you one day uh, get that PlayStation 5. It'll be in yeah. your library. Nice. Um, you, if, yeah, um, hopefully you picked it up. I'm very, very glad I did. And John, you would absolutely adore this game. I know it's like, you know... I think it's like a mid-priced game. It's yeah. like not really a triple A game. It's like a double double A game or whatever. But uh, I think whatever money you spend on this game, you would absolutely see the value in it. It is such a John Valenzuela game. Love it. It reminds me of the kind of games that you and me bonded over many years ago uh, at four a.m. playing on downstairs at my parents' house on on, the, on my PlayStation Two. Um, that is that is like, a you had a glowing
2: recommendation.
0: Yeah, it just like it's it's absolutely stupid. It, 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 You know, the mechanics are fine It's, it's, you know, not going to be anyone's game of the year But god damn if it isn't an amazing way to waste some time Nice And I see it like, yeah I see it maybe tickling the same itch that, that Mud Runner and, and Ice Snow Runner do for you <laughs> If only there was some way to combine the two Shark Runner <laughs> Shark Runner
2: um, Speaking of, just quickly speaking of uh, PlayStation Plus uh, I believe one of the games for February is Control Ultimate Edition.
0: Yeah, highly- which is really cool. Because the version on Game Pass isn't the Ultimate Edition. Yeah. I'm i held out.
2: So this is, this is the one that is, uh, will have the upgrades for, um, for PS5. And uh, I highly, highly recommend that uh, you grab it if you are a PS Plus member. It was, I think, number five on my games of the year in 2019. When you cheated and put it yeah. in indie games. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, grab yeah. grab that. Yeah, as I might well. do the
0: same with Man Eater this year, even though it's a 2020 game. Who knows? Yeah. I probably <laughs> Double um, cheese. It's an amazing. Um, it's amazing. It's an amazing PlayStation Plus month because uh, the one of the other games is um, is Concrete Genie.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: which is the uh, a game that I talked about uh, on the show last year, which is quite fun or maybe the year before last. Um, And then uh, you also get, um, was it Destruction All-Stars? Was the PlayStation 5 game? Pretty good month. Because that's a game I would absolutely not pay money for, but I'll definitely play it.
1: (laughs) Nice. Um,
0: So that is it for another episode of All the Small Games. Thank you so much for listening. Um, John, where can people find us if they would like to find us?
2: So if you're an email type of person, you can go to allthesmallgames at gmail.com. If you're more into facebook head to facebook.com slash all the small games if twitter is your bag baby yeah go to twitter.com slash all the small game uh yeah i don't know why when austin powers there i got nervous yeah i
0: know i'm like well, what's going on <laughs> austin powers the indie gamer i love it yeah
2: twitter.com slash all the small game no s on that one because we ran out of uh characters if you are looking to get in touch with us or just see what we're up to individually You can find Levens uh, at LevDog on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at 16Tacos on the same. Uh, We love to hear from you guys. We love to hear what you're playing or if any of the games that we've spoken about have particularly resonated with you or if you hate the games that we talked about. Maybe you thought Little Nightmares was a stinking pile of garbage. uh, Let us know so we can pick a fight with you online. That sounds great. Yeah.
0: Uh, Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week for a review of Little Nightmares 2. Very exciting stuff.
2: Super exciting.
0: Thanks so much for listening. Goodbye.
2: Goodbye.